This is Husker Online, your authority on Nebraska athletics. In this weekly show, the Husker Online team will give you the latest insight on Husker football, basketball, baseball, and of course, recruiting. Now, here's your host, Husker Online publisher, Sean Callahan. Hello and welcome again to another edition of the Husker Online Show. Sean Callahan, just Nate Klaus today as Robin um, is not with us here for today's show, but Nate, it's July 29th and I know last week when we talked, I thought maybe we'd have a schedule in our hands or at least get a sniff of some Power 5 schedules out there and as of 1230 here on July 29th, we've got nothing. Nothing. Um, And it continues to kind of be this kind of kick the can down the road mentality of, all right, I'm going to wait to see what they do type of deal. And I think every league is waiting now as long as they can get away with. And let's face it, the, the situation out of Major League Baseball with the Florida Marlins, uh, I believe now up to 16 guys have tested positive. Uh, some recent ones came out of that. Um, and I think a lot of leaders want to watch that situation very closely uh, going forward. I mean, I, I still believe – the Power Five is going to play football. I don't know about the Group of Five, but I still believe the intention. Um, and you know, the Big Twelve media or the Big Twelve conference announced here on Wednesday that they will have a virtual media days on Monday. And to me, if you're not playing ball, yeah, there's why would you come out with that statement? And so you would think the Big Twelve is going to have a schedule out here very, very soon. Um, and you know, the SEC, the ACC, um, Pac-12, it'll be interesting to see kind of what move these leagues take. Yeah, I mean, there's no way that you're having going through the trouble of putting together virtual, you know, media days or whatever if you're not planning on playing. I, I, just, I don't think that makes any sense. Um, but I agree. I, I think it's. I think the Power Five is gonna is gonna play. Um, they're gonna they're gonna have to find a way. I think financially, um, there's there's just too much at stake to just go ahead and and call it a day and say, well, we'll look forward to to next year. I just. I don't see that happening, um, and I think, you know, the, the Major League Baseball thing probably didn't didn't help matters. Uh, although I'm, I like the way that Major League Baseball handled that. Uh, I think they could have overreacted initially and, and just C- shut it caved down. into the yeah, mob. Yeah, sh- sh- caved into the the mob and all the pressure, um, the the pushback that initially happened on social media and whatnot, and. And uh, and called it you know called it a wrap, uh, but they didn't, and we haven't seen or heard of any any other outbreaks or anything. Um, you know, I think I think that whatever happened to the Marlins, that that's kind of that's on the Marlins. Um, you know, and and obviously they weren't being careful there, but um, you know, I, I I do think there's they're going to have to find a way to play football, um, and and what it will look like when it will start, I think is the better question. Um, you know, that's still anyone's guess. And we've been, I feel like we've been saying that since like March or April. But. Well, Nebraska has been practicing. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're in mini camp right now. And I think what people don't realize Nate about college football is a lot of these teams have been together since June one in Nebraska's case, guys have been here since March, April, and, um, the whole team was here by late April. So they've been together. They've exposed one another with whatever they need to expose each other with. Um, so I, I think college football teams, honestly, are going to be a lot further down the line as far as gaining some sort of immunity to what's going on in the world. I mean, you're seeing it in New York. They were they were hit with the coronavirus first, and all of a sudden there's no cases there anymore. Yeah. Um, and you know, I think there is something to that. I mean, once the virus runs through your area and your community, 
um, you know, there's there begins to build up an immunity to it. And Nebraska, I, I believe, has had good luck, but they've had their team here. They've been on the cutting edge of testing and doing things with their team um, well before anybody was doing those things as far as um, getting tested on tests on players, et cetera. And you would just hate to see all that go out the window um, if something crazy happened to Big Ten football. Yeah, I mean, and I think the way that Nebraska's handled this, um, you know, and, and I don't know if they necessarily have that the herd immunity or, or whatever, but um, I mean, they've handled it as well as anybody and, and they've been, you know, it's been nice that they've been able to kind of lean on UNMC just right down the road for, uh, for advice and, and, and whatever. But um, yeah, I feel like the way that they've handled it and the way they've approached everything, they've probably have, have cut out a little bit of an edge for themselves, um, you know, compared to a lot of other teams around the country uh, with as much as they've, they've been around, you know, some guys didn't even leave. Uh, but, but the team as a whole, like you said, has been together since April. They've been, they've been doing workouts this summer. Um, they, you know, like you said, they started their, their mini camp. And, um, and I, I feel like, I feel like things, or at least the feeling that you have is that, that things, that they're feeling pretty good about things, that things are looking on the up and up, and, and uh, they may have carved out a little bit of an edge for themselves. Yeah, and every league is just kind of in a different spot right now. The ACC is trying to get Notre Dame worked into their, their puzzle as well as keeping those SEC non-conference games alive. The Big 12 is the outlier here. They want to play all 12 games, and um, you've got Big 12 schools like Iowa State and Oklahoma and Kansas – you know, scheduling week zero games yep. and the NCAA is evidently put in a blanket waiver that teams can now play week zero. No questions asked. And, you know, to me, that does make sense. If, if I, I if I were the Big Ten, I would want to play week zero. Yep. I don't think that's going to happen. Um, but to me, give yourself instead of 13 weeks, give yourself 14 weeks to play 10 games. Uh, we know the Pac-12 is discussing a week three start, which is September 19th. Um, but you know that then that all of a sudden you got to probably extend your season into the first week or two in December, and does that really work in Lincoln? I I don't think so. So to me, I, I would rather play week zero and get games going, um, and, and and try to get a way to you know get this season started, um, to you know because you just don't know when this could ever turn again. Yeah, exactly. That's my whole thing is is uh, start the season on week zero, get as many games in as you can because. Um, yeah, who, who knows what things are going to look like in, in late October, early November or whatever. Um, you know, if you're pushing it back till mid or late September to start week three, um, you know, I, I think all of a sudden you may regret that if, if all of a, you know, if things, especially if other current. leagues are playing and, and things are going like big 12 and yeah. gets their games and you're like, man, you yeah. missed a window there. I, I, yeah. I'm all about, you know, starting week zero, getting those games in, um, and, and seeing, seeing what happens. But um, at the very least, I, I do think that the Big Ten needs to start on week one and, and you know, have a schedule that, uh, that allows them to, to start plugging away and getting games in, too. And there's just so much political pressure that we could never even fathom from university leaders, yeah. state leaders. And you know, the, the Big Ten is a different dynamic than the SEC in, in, in some of these leagues. I mean, there, there is uh, a pretty good split of – uh, politics when you when you look at the conference overall and, and how some of these states are made up so um, I, I think it you know it, it will be interesting to see which way Kevin Warren goes uh, with the schedule um, you know practice will start next Friday I mean if, if you play week one practice starts next Friday if you're playing week zero like some of these teams are like Oklahoma you start practice this week on yeah. Friday so um, we're we're kind of hitting 
um, you know, crunch time here. A decision has to be made so you can move forward with camp, et cetera. Um, and I, I would just love to know what, what the, the holdup is right now for some of these conferences. What are they waiting on? Are they waiting to see – you know, what other situations happen with Major League Baseball, the NBA, yeah. whatever, um, of how they want to advance this. Don't you think, though, that I mean, a lot of these decisions are going to be financially motivated? I mean, at the end of the day, regardless of politics, and, and politics obviously are playing a large role in this, but I still feel like the, it's the, the money is going to be influencing a lot of these decisions, too. And um, obviously, you want to keep your student athletes and your coaches and, and everybody else that is associated with each football program safe. But you all, you still, I mean, the conference and, and all the institutions within it are um, are needing to to make money and and you know keep everything else afloat too, don't you think? Well, no doubt. I mean, Nebraska, um, as we know, ha- has given a lot of money back to the school. Um, you know, ten million a year since they've got this full Big Ten check to give towards scholarships to the point where 20% of UNL students are on a form of scholarship given from athletic department money. So they, yeah, and, and, and just the, I mean, all that money, just what they do and how, how much it helps the school. I know Minnesota, Nate, this week announced um, they will be 70% online, but dorms will be open, um, dining halls will be open, student unions, et cetera, with social distancing in place. So, I thought that was interesting how Minnesota, you know, made a big headline at least that they're going to be online. But then if you read the fine print, 70% online. <laughs> and then, by the way, our revenue stream of the dorms and the dining hall still open. Yeah. Yeah, that's it's kind of um, you're appeasing everybody, uh, trying to find a way to, to make everybody happy there because I don't know what the difference is really of, um, you know, being mostly online, but yet having having all those bodies in a, in a in a housing um, you know facility. But uh, regardless, I mean, that, that you I think that probably is going to have to be the model uh, for for everybody, whether it's for your your regular students on campus or or for athletics, trying to find a way to make everybody happy. Um, you know, and, and maybe that's maybe that's what the holdup is. I I don't know, but. Uh, I definitely thought that we'd have uh, at least some answers by now because we're, I mean, <laughs> any way you look at it, whenever it's starting, we're getting, we're getting time to, for where people need to know who they're playing, when, and when they're playing. All right. When we come back, uh, Nebraska added Nadab Joseph here as a late addition to their roster. We're going to discuss that and more next. You're listening here to the Husker Online Show.